Hello and welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Tom Crowdy, James Blanchfield, how is it going? Wonderful. I'd say <laughs> you are flying it now after your break over last weekend. Let's yeah. re- relax, quite... take your head out of it for a while. Apart <laughs> from nearly blown away today in the monsoon season outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty rough there and a bit of hailstones in the sting the face off you as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just for the crack. Um, lads, we're back to local action this weekend. So Leinster League Division 1A, 1B and further afield uh, happening. There's women's rugby uh, Tuller in action this weekend as well. Um, but there was good wins for the local side last weekend. We'll talk about that later as well. And of course, Utes is uh, flying it at the moment as well. And we'll try and cover that. And if we get a bit of time, we'll have a look at Ireland, Australia and uh, all that sort of stuff. But James, we're going to start with you. Um, uh was talking the last few weeks. Um, what would you call it? A couple of uncharacteristic losses and performances lacking and everything like that. But yeah. you're at home this weekend and you've got C point coming down. Try to put things right. Yeah, with C point coming down, we have look at there, there can be no trying. The lands have to put it right. And they've like we spoke a few weeks ago after Pective came and we we all kind of say that's the benchmark performance of what this team can produce. Um, lo and behold, then they're after losing two on the bounce since then. So they're really three on the bounce, isn't you? Uh, two on the bounce. So they, 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 they need to really come down this weekend against um, C Point and, and get a result. Um, if they don't, they're in trouble. Like we're, 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 if we don't get a win this weekend, it's, 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 it's puts us in a very precarious position in the league. Um, I always say two things in rugby. If you have no scrum and you don't make the gain line, there's no point. And we've been making the gain line a lot, but our scrum has been letting us down. I know that there's been an awful lot of work has been done on that in the last two, three weeks to try and improve that. Um, for a large portion of the game against Boyne, the scrum did well. They weren't dominant, but they held their own ball. Um, and then succumbed just to pressure at the end. They got a, board, got a um, conceded a penalty try from the scrum. Um, but look at them, and no doubt that kind of the front row club won't be taking all that all that well. And they have worked on it. Joe Moynihan is probably out as well, helping them. Brian Howe, um, Rob Kelly, Ben Devlin, they're proud lads. They won't want to take a backward step against Seapoint uh, this week. It's probably the right game at the right time for a Seapoint. are probably below us in the league. They haven't been going well. We should have beaten them twice last year. We didn't. But... It's 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 definitely there for the taking, as I always say. With our with the level of player that we have in the backs, with the back row players, second row players that we have, even with, with our front row players, yeah, they're getting a lot of criticism lately because of the scrum isn't doing well. But they're all super super rugby players. Just have to get that little bit of little bit of unity together in in the front row and just understand the problems that are there to fix them. Um, not really sure what the selection is going to be, um, what selection Doc is going to put out. Um, not sure if Wes Carter is going to be available. Um, so if his wife Ali had a, had a, had twins there about four, four or five weeks ago, so Wes is probably tentative. But irrespective of that, there's plenty of talent there between Dan Wallahi, Roy Stanley, um, Gary Dunn. So there's there's a lot of leaders on the pitch. So we will be looking at, I, I, I said at the beginning of the season, top four finish. If we win this weekend, there's a top four finish within grasp. 
we t- to get that, I think we probably have to get seven wins, seven to eight wins, and I don't see any reason why we can't get those. But we need to be we need to be on point to make sure we get them. Um, then total different fortunes for the seconds. Like the seconds, the seconds win this weekend, which they, they, they would be red hot favourites to be. That puts them in serious league contention. They're 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 kind of they're 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 rotating with Gory for second and third place at the moment. So um, seconds, it's just brilliant to see how well they're doing with a young spirited team. They're all in it. They're all in it to win it. They're all in it to play it. And because the seconds are going well now, there's more and more young fellas coming back. Chaps haven't played rugby in three, four, five, six years coming back to play seconds rugby now. So um, it's two massively significant games for up for. For differing but very similar reasons this weekend, you know, a win for the first will propel them up the say table, a win for the seconds will keep them on track. So what we're kind of hoping for is for everyone to come out and we're 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 expecting and hoping that there's a very, very big Kenny home crowd out there this Saturday to shout them on because the truth be told, against Beckett there was a massive crowd in the club as well, and it made all the difference, you know, it gives the players that extra little extra little pep in their step to drive on. So um, hope, hoping for a big win. Um, hoping Podgeman will be back. Hoping Joe Manuel will be back as well because they both missed the game away to Boyne. So um, if we get those two guys on the pitch, that's our centre partnership back in situ. And uh, look at anything can happen then, you know. Absolutely. What's the weather forecast like, James? This weekend? Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't look at the weather anymore because. Uh, no point. <laughs> we'll just say it's not good. Yeah. yeah a no. mixed bag, isn't that it? Yeah. That's it, you know. So it's look at we, we look at under it's it's I can throw as many cliches as I can here and I'm not kinda if if the lads if if our lads, weather aside, anything aside, if our lads come switched on with the lead out of the socks and the fingers out of the I won't say it backsides, there was very few teams in the league that would beat them. And if I look at we 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 we've beaten Beckett comprehensively at home. We played, we got a right clipping in the end of the game off Monkstown. But if you look at the game against Monkstown, Monkstown scored four tries after Kenny mistakes. You know, there were one penalty try, one absolute bizarre knock on, a charge down, another penalty try. So, you know, that's um and we played them off the park like against Monkstown. I'm good friend, not good friends, but I know them coach Declan Lavery. And he thought it was the toughest game they've played all year. He said they couldn't get their hands on the ball. They were totally dominated. Yet came away with a winning bonus point. You know, so mm-hmm. um, if our lads come switched on, they'll 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 do it. If one player comes and lets the whole link down, that one player, whoever it may be, hopefully there's none that can be enough to for us to get derailed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh- Fingers crossed. That's game, of course, for those listening is on Saturday, Leinster League Division 1A. Tom Crotty, uh, you've got the big lads coming to town uh, this mm-hmm. weekend. This is a serious clash. This is Wicklow. Flying yep. high at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, we're up against the league favourites. Um, Wicklow, who are on the, the cusp of a wave at the moment. They've had a couple of really good wins. And uh, look, we know what we know what Wicklow have. They um, they're a seriously good side across the board from one to fifteen and the and the bench. So, um, we're had a lot of things to get over from the loss against Kildare. Uh, again, a lot of work on. Uh, it'll be a different story playing Wicklow this weekend. So, um, 
we're just kind of going to change our play slightly. Um, we'll have to adjust the same as any team coming to when um, they're playing different opposition and we throw be a different, a totally different opposition to Kildara. Um, they have a good set of backs um, and uh, a strong enough pack as well. Um, we're missing a couple of players this weekend. I think we're missing five starters altogether um, cool. through injury and two away on holidays. Uh, but um, we have a couple of people back from back from injury this week, which is which is good to see. Um, uh, who's back in there? We have Callum Murphy's back. Back Callum Murphy's back up from injury. Johnny Crosley's back from his. Uh, he hurt his ribs the last day. He didn't play against Kildara. Um, Sam Cullen didn't play against Kildara. Sam had a, a slight fracture of a bone in his foot, but Sam is. Was training and the other night. I think he played um, last night for the for the college as well. So, oh, good that man. That was quick. Far as I know, it's just a hairline fracture. So, that's uh, one that I was laughing. It's just like a cracked nail. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but Alex Sam is that he's a tough cookie, and we, you know, he, he's a serious defender. Um, so Sam will slot back in there. Um, Sam will probably slot in there at thirteen. Where, we would have had Sean Quinlan, but Sean Quinlan um, pulled the hamstring at training last week, so Sean's Sean's out for a while. Uh, yeah, we have a list of injuries more that we sh- it's just kind of a pain that we're not going to have um, a full strength side. But look, it's like uh, you see, if everyone gets together and they play, there shouldn't be. There's no excuses this weekend. You go out and you play. If you win the game, you're there, but you're going. You're fighting for top position still. You're there, at top position. Um, if you lose the game, you're eight points behind, and it's as simple as that. Yeah. So you're either level on points, or you're eight points behind. You know what the task um, is. You know, so it's a huge, it's a huge, it's a huge, huge task um, ahead of us, where we're going to have to play 100%, we're going to have to be physical, we're going to have to get out of the blocks from the first whistle and play all the way to the, you know, if we play the way we played against Kilkenny and we played a couple of games this year, you know, there would have been a fire in our belly and even even the game that was called off against the tie, the way the lads came out in the pitch for the first 10 minutes, you knew there was something different that night. They're going to have to, they're going to, have to dig deep this weekend. Um, there's no excuses, like, because the players are there the you know they've been given a structure of play they know the style of play that they want to play um on their day they're as good as any side we've all and i, I definitely respect them in that sense that uh when they play and they play with their heart and their soul oh, and a bit of intelligence that uh you know there's good aside that um a good aside that's out there so it's just going to be really, really tough. Ask, but you know, you're you, you're the league favourites down at home, at home. They were there, thereabouts last year for the playoff, um, to get in, you know, to get promoted. So, like we we know them well, and uh, we know Dan Van Zyl is a coach, and you know, so there's no big surprises what what's ahead on on the task on Saturday on Sunday. Um, well, we're just fingers crossed, and hopefully the lads will come out of the blocks. It depends on how you know if we good tra- we can get a good training session in on tomorrow night that's key um you generally feel it from the friday night uh, i don't care i said i said it last time 
um, before the Kildara match, there was an earring. It just wasn't, it wasn't the same. But there was something missing, and the whole setup that day was just, just not right. But look, as I said, that's behind us. There's, there's a panel there of thirty lads all chomping at the bit and trying to get on the, trying to get on the first. And you know, if one goes down, there's another one there behind, and they just need a bit of confidence. The young lads that come in, you know, to fill in and they can fill in the. We believe that. I believe that they have, you know, with that little bit of confidence, they'll slot in. And um, as I say, like it's a it's a massive, massive game in North Park on on Sunday. Um, and as a simple fact, as I said, you win, you're there whereabouts, depending on points difference, you're top of the table, or you lose and you're eight points behind. And that's a simple way of of, yeah. of putting it. And all the other teams are there. Like our seconds, then, uh, like seconds, seconds can get a win. They're there, they're about the seconds. I kind of had just one or two slip ups, and um, we had a draw, I mean, a loss, and that kind of that kind of put us. We lost to Dundalk when we shouldn't have lost to Dundalk, and we had um, a draw earlier on, I think, it was against the tie. So, um, but they're there, about they're fighting for their, they're like a Kenny, we're fighting, they're fighting there, they're about so with the tie for, for first position in the seconds. Yeah. Um, like they're another team that's absolutely flying across the board. Our Torres actually play a tie in a bit, well. It was kind of a mixed bag of players on last Friday night against the Thai Thirds, and the Thai Thirds are, are doing extremely well in their league. Um, they actually have a full Thirds team out week in, week out, which is an amazing feat. After mm-hmm. giving full compliments, you know, um, uh, to have that luxury to be able to have three teams out and playing regular rugby, which is uh, compliments to them, you know, and uh, what have they done this year over there? But have they got a twenties as well, or is there twenties? Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no. They, they've no. I think what they've done is they have there's just a serious amount of young players come back because look, it's been a big it's like I think the fact that we like ourselves and yourself, James and Kilkenny and Tolo, we've kind of had on and off periods where like we've been kind of putting an awful lot of effort in and we're we're gaining a lot of we got a lot of players back and we're having a good crack in the bar afterwards and there's a bit of a buzz around the clubs. But a tie kind of have come from the thing of like they've come up through two divisions. And they've had mm. two big league wins, and I think when you're on a winning thing like that, it's amazing how people just fall in behind. Mm. If we were like, if we won the league, just say we won the league last year, we would have had, you know, we're, we're, you definitely would have seen more of a buy-in again this year if we one a. And hopefully, you know, if we can get into Division One a for next year, that we'd have more of a buy-in. But you really need that. You really need kind of that extra little bit and and that promotion. I think from a tie. That they got the two promotions and they come into a division now where they have nothing to lose and uh, they've no respect for anybody and that's that's the way it should be you know they've, they've got their promotions they don't they've they're now here and they're doing extremely well but uh, from our point of view carlo are, like we're in a we're in a good position like we've a lot of players there and this is only for we've just this season just kind of been hit with injuries one is back so we haven't had a steady back line that's our biggest issue this year we haven't had the same back line for two weeks in a row and that has that has kind of let us down a little bit but hopefully look fingers crossed going forward that we'll get we'll get the lads back by after if we can get through a couple of games come to christmas hopefully we'll have um, a few more back Absolutely. Good luck with that, Tom. Uh, where Johnny Tobin is flat out with rugby, so <laughs> he's not able to join us live uh, on the podcast today, but he has sent us over an update from Tolo there in action against uh, Kildara this weekend. I can't join you this evening, uh, wrapped up with rugby stuff. Uh, 
the irony of it, eh? Um, yeah, so good weekend in Tullow last weekend. For we started with our youths there, it was a really, really good weekend. Our 14s have kept their impressive form from last year. So far this season, thankfully, um, they beat a very, very good, strong uh, Port Leash side, 19-12, up in Port Leash, which is really, really good, considering the Tullow team has lost about seven or eight guys to, to schools. So uh, quite impressive with that result. Um, our fourth, our 15s rather, beat at high 27-19 in at high as well. Um, another really good performance. They're going quite well this year too. Uh, good numbers of training and consistently getting good results and positive results to be fair to them. Uh, and then our 16s probably had the biggest win over three youth teams that were that were out this weekend. Um, our 16s travelled to Boyne uh, and won again that no one, including myself or their coaches, probably expected them to win. They won at 15-10 and what I believe was a cracker of a game. Um, so there were three positive results for the youths. Uh, let Tom touch base with John the Rhinos as he's involved with them. But they had a good weekend as well. We had a big mini split sent out in the club last week with um, under 10 and 12 girls. So that was very, very successful. And we have another big mini splits this weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday, between uh, Tullow and Nace, where some fixtures are away, some fixtures are home. So that would be really, really positive for them. Uh, our women had a big win then last weekend. They beat um, Trinity, so Dublin University, 34-0. So it was great for them to get uh, their first win of the season and get back onto winning ways. It was great to see Jane O'Neill back playing after only having a baby there five months, four or five months ago. So that was great to see. Um, really positive on that front from the women. They're going really well now at the moment. Numbers are starting to build back up at training and the girls are starting to enjoy it a bit more because obviously... With numbers comes enjoyment and, and you can do a lot more in training with more numbers. Uh, lads had a quite weekend, but they have two fixtures this weekend at home to Kildare. Uh, both very, very important games. Um, looking to get back to winning ways after losing to Dundalk two weeks ago. We're looking well. Numbers are good at training. Um, Morris is quite happy. Lads are quite happy. Uh, we've got a lot of work done over the last week um, and this week as well. So... It'll be really, really positive. So hopefully uh, we can get two good results with our seniors this weekend um, with first and seconds because that's vital to to get us safe. I suppose you have to win kind of your home games as we talked about at the start of the year, but you, you win seven games in the league, you're kind of safe. So we have to win this one and next week then away, uh, away to Wicklow or home to Wicklow as well. So they're the two games that we'll be looking to win in the next two weeks and leaves us comfortable then going into Christmas that we can just focus on enjoying our rugby after Christmas as we're safe in the division. So, yeah, that's kind of us um, in a nutshell at the moment. Um, everyone's in a good place, teams are in a good place. Lads are enjoying training, girls are enjoying training, good numbers out of training. So, keep it positive and keep it going. And um, look, I hope to join you next week. Best of luck to Carlo and to Kenny this weekend in their games. Um, hope it goes well for these lads. Talk to you soon. Here you are, there's Johnny Tobin with an update. Uh... <laughs> From all things uh, Tullo. Um, Did we ever figure out why Johnny has a black eye in that video as well? <laughs> he, he didn't do it playing rugby like so. <laughs> that was 2017. That was the Towns Cup final against uh, Scurries in Thai. Yeah, self and Johnny were on Chewy that day. Um, yeah, I may ask him about that one now. God knows what was going on. He probably had disagreement somewhere. Um, There'll be a story behind it anyway. Oh, of course, it have to be. <laughs>
Um, lads, we'll start with you, James. Uh, your women's and youth teams, I suppose we'll begin with the women. Start with the women, lads. They're just, they're notching up win after win after win. And like, they're not just notching up wins, like, they're big wins every week. Like, I think they've conceded 28 points in six games. Yeah. Um, they're like, I think they're up on 197 points scored in six games. Like, they're just, they have 26, 27 players named for every match. And, like, I just, uh, I just think they're. It's absolutely remarkable what they're doing and how they're doing it. And twenty six, twenty seven players named for every game. That's leaving 10, 11 players on the bench. But every week, the girls who are on the bench are still coming back and still coming back. In my mind, and rugby aside, in my mind, generally in sport, with that number of players, the reason they're coming back, yeah, they're winning matches. What makes it helps. But the atmosphere is right, the culture is right. They're all bought into it. I just, I, I just have to take my hat off to them every week. They, 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 they just stay, stay delivering. So they're like they're top of division four now, on beating six from six. Navin is next up if they can go seven from seven before or before Christmas. You know, it puts them in a very, very strong position for back to back promotions up into division three. Now, if they are to promote promote into division three. They played New Ross in a friendly match already this year, and it was a big, a big step up for them. But you know, you you embrace that, don't you? You, you, you embrace it, yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't not like, you know. So mm-hmm. I just have to take my hat off to them. Like young Lucy Hart, there is running in tries for fun. Alice Brennan, uh, Tina Wright, um, Rosie Miller is having cracking games every week, week in, week out, and like they're doing this without Emer Kelly as well. So he, I, I don't yeah. actually know where Emer is at the moment, but you know, I think Paddy, Paddy deserves just Paddy Moss deserves a big, big, big pat on the back. You know, um, he's just he. They're doing great work and, you know, I was chatting with a few people over the weekend about it. Like, it's not just by coincidence that it's happening. We had an objective for three years ago that we were going to invest a lot of time and effort into girls' rugby at youth level. They're all coming through now and we're getting the dividend at at adult level. And that's really what it's about for any youth coaches to see young players progress through to adult sport and sticking at it so you know i think a lot of people deserve an awful lot of kudos for what they've done gary brickle mary louise Brody, and derek lawler but one lady in particular she's won an award um sports personality of the month with kclr and david buggy and mags hennessy you know Mm -hmm. i just mags has been a stalwart in women's and girls rugby in kilkenny and you know you talk about cogs in the wheel and you talk about the cog. Well, if there's cogs in the wheel, Mag is the, Mags is the fulcrum that they all work around, you know, because she just doesn't leave any stone unturned for girls and women's rugby in Kilkenny and she deserves. We're, we're all so happy to see her win that award. It's it's If anyone deserves it, Kilkenny Rugby Club is Mags for all of her work over the years. Yeah, so look, well done to the girls. We're hoping that the, the women, adult women, sorry, the, the women's 15s as, as they are, we're really hoping that they can just stay kicking on after Christmas now and... and, and, and You'd never know win that league and maybe maybe without putting pressure on them to, to uh, win their divisional cup as well. Yep. Uh, under sixteen girls had a long drive up to Longford. They had a tough day. They were unlucky not to come away with a win. But look at it's um, it's uh, it's it's about progress for them. Um, Pat Dowlin is just putting in a lot of work with them. The under fifteen boys had a cracking win, a good way to Tullamore. Um, after being, I think they were after being fourteen points down. Um, they just grounded out and got a win and Mick McGrath kind of you, you're probably seeing the same at Tom as well like that has been involved in the youth system now that the 
the teams are all graded. There's more competitive matches happening every week. So um, the under-15 boys had a good win uh, up in Tullamore. And uh, Mick McGrath is, is doing well there. But with the under-15 boys and all the youth players, a lot of the first players are coming out doing workshops now with, with a lot of underage players. Uh, under-14 boys winning the weekend away to win a score top of the table clash there. I'll chat a little bit more about that. Under-18 girls then had a challenge match against Clannacilty who are up. So um, the under thirteens, under thirteen boys had a tough day away to Longford, but according to Lee Selman, it was probably their best performance of the season. You know, um, but look at the under fourteen boys um, had a really good game away to Nascarty. Vinny was saying that young Matty Coagla uh, or Coaga, um, Freddie's young fella, Freddie would have been uh, played with Gary Owen. He would have been on the triple winning team with Gary Owen. His mother was a, an ex-international runner, so he has pure, pure sport running through his veins. He's big, big, tall, rangy centre. He had a cracking game for them. Um, Ollie Malloy had a good game as a Caleb, Caleb Delaney. Uh, but ironically, the under 15s were 15 points to five down at half time and went on to, gr- to, to grind out a win. Um, other good players, uh, Cody Phelan had a cracking game and um, Matty Quaga went through to get the winning score. So for the under-15 boys, um, they're, they're on the way up. So all in all, probably a mixed enough game, but because the teams are all graded now into their relative re- relative leagues, we're probably seeing a little bit more of results going in the favour of, of, of some of our teams, you know. But a positive one, as just touched on a minute ago, is the input of a lot of the J1 players now down throughout the club doing kind of half-back, half-back workshops and number eight workshops, hooker workshops. That's and, great, uh, so. Getting that system together. So Jake McDonald, Hugh, Hugh Corkery and Doc O'Connor were out there last night working with all of the various different youth players and coaches, just giving them little nuggets of information to help. So... Um, so it's great stuff. A positive thing for the club. Yeah, no, that's brilliant stuff to see. That Jesus, I'd love a number eight workshop off Doc, myself. Like, um, your man's been around a while. Uh, a lot of big games. Go, yeah, just want to congratulate Peter Leiden. Um, Peter oh, Leiden, yeah. chap here from Kilkenny. Uh, played one of McGowan Cup with us in two thousand and five, if I remember correctly. Then went on to Kilkenny College, Sea Point, Stade Francais. Been around the block, but he made his international debut last week against Canada with the Netherlands and uh, had a cracking game. I was watching it online mm-hmm. and uh, look, a great one to see a young, young local lad um, coming the hard way around the block, but uh, getting international caps is brilliant for him. It is, it is, it is. congratulations to him. That's uh, that's great stuff. Um, no, it's a brilliant, brilliant to see that you know, pursuing and sticking at it as well, and eventually paying off, I suppose. And you get stuck Indeed. into it. Spent a good bit of time in France, and that's so he's, uh, he's yeah. flying it over there. Um, Tom, uh, we start with women's rugby with you. Johnny touched on it there about the rhinos, um, they were in action uh, at the weekend, and then we'll hear about your youths. Yeah, um, I think it's just the rhinos 16s out of the weekend. We had, um, Oh, bad, 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 bad day at the office. Um, we really lost the semi final of the plate to um, to a really good Mullingar side. Um, but it just again just had one of those days that nobody turned up on, just completely had a, a meltdown. Just um, they probably did, they didn't do themselves any justice, you know, because they're better, they're a hell of a lot better than than the, than the score said. And, um, look, the girls were heartbroken because you know, they were hoping to get to a final for Christmas and give themselves a good Christmas present. 
but um, I look for Deucey Mullen Gare. They were well, well dried side, played very, very simple rugby. Um, just one or two hit ups and straight out the backs, and they were they their handling. I have to say that just basic handling skills were really, really good. Um, we kind of got a bit frustrated. Um, our defense probably wasn't as good as it had been, and but uh, look, it is what it is, and uh, the girls now will have to. We had a good training session, I think good training session on Monday and another decent training session last night. So we're off to Wexford um Friday night for Friday night lights against Wexford um back in the league. So we've three league there's three league games coming into Christmas and then they'll be regraded then to see where where they're at and hopefully we'll get to be graded into the right into the right section that'll give them give them a fair opportunity going forward. Um, I don't think our under fourteen rhinos are out this weekend. I think they're not back till next weekend. Because, um, but they have big numbers again to train, and uh, after they have hats, hats off to the coaches, to the coaches there, um, Eddie from Tullow there, and his and his um, Shay Summers from Bagnestown, Shay's from Carroll, like Shay, his younger sister's playing, and Shay's a teacher, and he's given his time there as well. For, you know, for. Every every um every Monday and uh, Thursday night, so you know it's nice to see them there. Um, the youths then uh, on the thirteens had a great win on Friday night against Blessington. Uh, Michael Byrne has uh, she's a a gas group of chaps there. They just they just for I I don't know what it is. They just we train on a Wednesday. And they're training on the same pitch down the other end, and they're constant. They're just constantly have big num- decent numbers and they just seem to love it and they love making the coaches that are there um they're actually it's great to see a team just goes out and has fun to throw the ball around i think mick just you know sometimes yeah uh, you kind of see the team you go christ well, what are they doing now but they just want to throw the ball around and that's all they want to do is just pass the ball and throw it and uh, offload and you know, and they're just having fun. It's it, it's it's not. It, they're actually a breath of fresh air to see because they're just, you know, they'll be they'll be long enough getting into pods and getting into the framework of rugby and this yeah. this move and that move. But it's just lovely to see a a group of young lads just going out and throwing the ball around and playing with a smile on their face and coming off laughing or whatever. You know, whether they win, yeah. lose, or draw, it doesn't matter. They're enjoying it. That's what um, it's all about. Yeah. I think Mick and crew are like the Pied Pipers. They just the lads seem to love them, and you know they're just a good bunch. Um, the under fourteens then had uh, I did uh, kind of struggling a bit with numbers. We the um, they lost twenty six fourteen to good Port Arlington side, um, but they've got coaches on board. Timmy Donahue and Dave Barron is like they've coached the IT team there for two years, and uh, coached us with them. Um, he was a coach with us when we won all the, the under 18s um, back a couple of years ago. And they're starting to come together, but they really, really need numbers. So if there's anyone out there, it's kids under 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 14 and looking to play rugby, definitely come because they've got a really, really good coaches. They just kind of struggle a bit, kind of from minis, and they haven't really got as many players as, as some of the other teams. But um, we're going to do a recruitment drive for them and try and push it on because they have some really, really good players. Um, but just struggle a small bit on numbers. And it's pity because, as I say, like the really, really good coaches, but they'll come along during, like I say, they're only on the 14s and they'll be graded again um, after Christmas. And uh, 
we get them into the right league and they start rebuilding for them. And uh, I'm sure they'll give them a Give another couple of months and into next season, they'll uh, they'll improve no no end. Um, because as I say, there's a lot of lot of talent there, but they kind of have, they've only kind of got the panel of about eighteen, and you really need twenty two to twenty two to twenty six to kind of you know if you're going to compete at the higher levels. Uh, then our fifteens, which is really odd, our fifteens, um, our fifteens, sixteens, and eighteens all got points, but all their matches were conceded. So, okay, which is yeah, and it, it seems to be an awful lot it's strange. It seems to be an awful lot of games conceded in certain levels, and especially I think if a team has won a is you know has a couple of games under the wing and and a team is on the other end of the under end of the lead, they tend to a lot since this culture of um of giving a walkover, which is you know they should just go and play and try and try and improve. It's not good for anybody. No, it's not. It's not good for anybody. I know. Look, the leagues are the league. Everybody does their best. To kind of this time of year, we're we're still grading leagues, and sometimes it's very hard to get. You know, because you know from it could be lads going playing G here. They might just lads just pull it. You know, change. You might lose a player or two, or go to Kilkenny College and stuff like that, and uh, it can change a team very very quickly. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, which is. It's just strange to have that, and hopefully, hopefully, you now the lads will get games again this weekend because yeah, that's ter- it's terrible not getting games, you know, especially when they're training training so yeah. hard. Yeah. But uh, look, the youths, our youths are are there thereabouts, and uh, probably going to we're looking to put a little bit more effort. And same as as James was saying, our some of our senior players are starting to come down and give it a dig out. Um, I dig out across the across the board. Um, Dave McDermott, who was you know, Dave got injured in the Kilkenny game last year, Towns Cup game. Mm. Um, Dave is like really, really pushing hard for recovery. We'll hopefully be back after by Christmas or just after Christmas. And uh, but he's been helping out with the under 18s in the backs, you know, just kind of giving them a dig out. And um, there's a few more like Rosie Paddy Mackey and John Lines and um. They've all kind of, they're all kind of given a hand when when they can. I think it's it's really, I think look, it's really really important that the the lads meet some of the senior players because some of the kids can can go all the way through and they mightn't go to see games. You know, they're not around on a Sunday and they don't know who the seniors are and, and it's not like years. You know, yeah. for years and years we had a guy called Barry Daly and Barry was playing. And Barry was a really good guy. Barry was playing first and seconds for years, but stayed playing until he was about forty. Three or forty-four at um, at seconds level, but he was also coaching the under 18s and they just young fellas just came through because Barry was there. That familiar face makes that transition a little bit easier for them. Yeah, absolutely, hundred, hundred, hundred percent. Um, that's the same like that the coach there, Dave Barron. Like Dave played, Dave played with Beckett, and he played with young Carlo chap. He played with Carl play with Carl but just got a couple of banks in the head and had to retire young but like Dave's phenomenal coach and uh, only for his young family commitments had to pull back a little bit from the rugby but it's good to see him back up again giving the dig out you know because there's a, a serious talent there on the coaching front yeah, yeah absolutely um, lads really quickly before we let you go Ireland Australia I'd say there's some bruises this week from mm. all of those players um, I think the game wasn't a spectacle, but it's the kind of game of rugby that I kind of liked as well. It was a good, hard hitting game, and I really liked the dogged edge 
the mongrel edge that the Aussies had about them. They just, yeah, there are a few infringements there for neck rolls and stuff like oh, yeah. that. But they were just stuck in, didn't they? They were just stuck in, like typical Aussies, you know. But the bigger thing out of the game is 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 the Nick Fibbs incident, you know, for me. And Nick White, he shouldn't have been allowed back onto the pitch. It was all wrong. And then you have, I'm going to say it, uh, Tool and Matt Williams arguing and saying, we're not doctors, we're not doctors. I'm sorry, that man is a professional coach. He has a duty of care as well here to make sure that he's he's saying the right things about the game of rugby. You don't have to be a doctor to see that that man was, was in Lala. He was, he was yeah. He's he was like rolling in his head like... You know, I, gave a very, I think I just gave a very, very bad impression. And yeah. it's like we're trying to protect the game and we have a fantastic sport. Yes, it's a contact sport, no different than uh, than GA or any, you know, heading the ball in soccer. There's contact yeah. involved and concussion does happen. But, I mean, we've really worked so hard over the last yeah. couple of years as a sport. Mm-hmm. And even young lads, you know, and, and young girls, any bangs at all just like it's not even half the time you know you, there's kids going off crying because it's, they say there's nothing wrong with them but we can't we can't. as parents and and referees and coaches and all involved can't take the risk of you know uh, of an injury of, of, of something happening and i thought it was really bad form because we're really working hard on that and then you have that watched by you know nearly a million people ever watched that game and yeah. to see that is not putting it doesn't put the game in good light and we were working really hard to, it, was, it was sickening actually because you just work so hard to try and it's tough enough to keep kids playing and keep get to get kids to play any sport at times yeah. of change you know it's not you didn't they're not just throwing a pair of boots on all the time i mean there's, there's so much going on that you're, you're fighting for every player you get and yeah. it's not nice to see that rubbish that went no. on, you know, just take them off. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a World Cup final or anything. So, yeah. and that's, doesn't, yeah. that's all right. And I shouldn't say that, I shouldn't mean it either in that way because it doesn't matter whether it was a World Cup final or not, it, it, you're putting somebody's life at risk, to be honest. Mm. You know, I just, I, I think, I just think it's, I, you know, I'm not really one, but I mean, as coaches and as coaches at our level that we're at, right? We all had to do a, a concussion workshop online that was accredited by World Rugby and get your certificate for it. You have Dave Renee, who's coaching a tier one country. You have Matt Williams, who's supposed to be, a, and I'm saying seriously, supposed to be a, a top coach. My name is a bluffer, but but you have these guys here. Matt Will, you have Dave Renee saying at the head coach saying he didn't see the incident. He has a bloody screen in front of him where he's looking at yeah. the game. He can look back at every once and look back on. He has a duty of care. The doctors have a duty of care. World rugby, I think it's just a pure reaction from them that they've given the 12 day stand down now. It's just wrong on so many levels. And we as rugby people and sports people, doesn't matter what your code is, you're trying to make the game safe for young boys and girls and for adults to play the game. And you have I'm going to say you have absolute crap like that going on on the national one of the national broadcasters talking about it in that light. I just say to any rugby people, non-rugby people that are watching this podcast, ignore what you heard that man say on the telly the other night because at our level, at our junior level, amateur mm-hmm. level, we take it a lot more seriously than that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because uh, it was, I mean, it was a tough, it was a tough game. It was a, I know it wasn't didn't like appear to a lot of people to be the most exciting game of rugby, but it's probably what Ireland absolutely needed. And uh, I think the only opinion I can give on the match, personally, to, for me, is that I feel that 
other years we would have lost that game. Mm, yeah, there's a hardness to them. I, I think we would have lost that game. And like when Argentina and those bet us, and you know, if we play badly in a World Cup and we can get a win, that's the difference between us making a semi final or a final and not. Mm. Because they're the games that you know, you lost against Japan, you lost against, you lose against Japan, you lose against Argentina. And it's the same thing when things just aren't going right. But you can still grind out a win. Yeah. And like you look at look in the coaches box, you have Andy Farrell, Simon Easterby, Paul O'Connell, and even to a degree my cat. They were all fair old dogs on the pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, like Simon Easterby was just as hard as nails. Andy Farrell was as hard as nails. O'Callaghan was my cat in his own right. You can just see their little bit of hardness feeding off in them. Like that ball Caelan Doris took off the back of the line out for before Bundy Zaki's try. Like he just went, he let burp burp nearly created a, a creator in the ground where Bernard Foley hit the ground with a slap after yeah. he went over him. You know, like Kane and Doris might have done that two or three years ago. These guys are just coming on. Josh van der Fleer, like, I mean, there's a hardness to Josh van der Fleer now that wasn't there a couple of years ago. Yeah, totally. You know, I, you know, and people are giving out about Jack Carty, like, you weren't expecting huge things out of Jack Carty. He was wearing Johnny Sexton's jersey there last Sunday. That's Jack Crowley. Crowley. Jack Crowley, I should say. Sorry, not Jack Hardy. Yeah. Jack Hardy was watching on the telly. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> playing golf up in that lawn somewhere. But, but, you know, I think it's great to see that. And, you know, he did relatively well without doing anything too yeah. sexy on the pitch, you know. So, I think well, I, I, think, you, I, I think anyone that gets a jersey gets handed Johnny Sexton's jersey 20 minutes before the, before the game starts. Yeah. And to go out and to play the game with the ball, the amount of ball that he got, he didn't do anything wrong. He took the Not ball to the line. And like I know we, we were texting each other a bit on during the game and we were talking about bringing Ross Bourne on. Like, Ross wasn't going to change the game, but his no. kicking is phenomenal. And it just happened to be, it come on at the right time, you know. Steady hand very, at the right sorry, time. It's sort of unfortunate for Jack Crowley because they won't, remember, they won't remember his first game for Ireland, but they will remember Ross Burton's kick. Ross Burton, just the way he walked up, the way he shaped up, bang. I don't think in his mind, in every, he, he just, I, I'm, I'm happy for Ross Burton. I'm not a fan of his, but I'm happy for him that he could just come up and do that. But that's mm-hmm. what he does. But that's what he yeah. does week in, week out for Leinster. It's not yeah. that he's the best out half in the world, but he does his kicking. His very, he's a very methodical player, and yeah. I think like he is a good. He's he's a seriously good player. He's not he's not Ireland's answer to ten, and I still think we're like without Johnny, we're still dodgy enough, you know. But uh, I'd be happy with our performance there. That yeah. like that you can grind out a win. I thought Gibson Park was a bit slower than normal. It just wasn't his normal game. Now maybe it was totally ground. It was, sort ball, of just, yeah. it was just sort of not not really he to me he didn't have one of his best games I which is unfortunate then because of Crowley outside who's you know chomping at the bike a bit to get out there and, and to prove a point. And but look I think it's fantastic and um we're still still there at number one, but we've actually earned a little bit more this time. Mm-hmm. You know, we ground out that win. Um we had a massive win against South Africa. I think you have to be happy going back into uh, Leinster or in a good place. Um, fingers crossed, Munster will get back into a good place. Ulster are in a good place. Connacht are, well, it'll be down between Connacht and Munster this weekend. Yes, so tomorrow. It should be. So, other than this weekend, we hope that the others, you know, the they're both and, going to get back on the back on the. On the on and the Kenny Rugby Club lads are delighted we can play a part in the World Rugby Player of the Year. 
you know, we're we're really going back to, 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 to the late fifties, early sixties, but you know, we can Josh, say that Josh Van der Feer's granddad won a town scope, but you Kenny. That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to wait till Porter gets uh, his world player of the year. Or <laughs> <laughs> Ernie playing with Carlo. Bad playing with Carlo. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Lads, it's been great. Best of luck this weekend. Sea Point, Wicklow, and Kildara. Uh, enjoy all the action. There's plenty of stuff on this weekend. We're back to URC for Leinster and all that this weekend. There's plenty of rugby going on. Have a good one. Talk to you next Take it week. easy. Bye bye. See you now.